How many of you have ever gone through a horrible rock bottom like experience and you said, never again? You set a new standard for yourself and you took off. Welcome to the Life Coach Baker Podcast, the place to be to gain a rock-solid mindset, create powerful habits, and leap into the life of your dreams. I'm your host, life and mindset coach, entrepreneur, and goal-smashing extraordinaire, Nicole Baker. I am here to bring you actionable and applicable tools that you can use in your own life to launch yourself forward, to gain that clarity, and to ignite your motivational fire in order to achieve anything your heart desires. If you have a dream that feels crazy ambitious, if you are an aspiring achiever, or if you know that you are ready to leap into a life that you absolutely love, then you are in the right place. I'm so happy to have you here, and let's dive in. Hello, amazing people who listen to this podcast. You guys still freaking blow me away that you listen. I know that's a weird way to start the episode, but just I want to say right off the bat before I get into the (laughs) word vomit I'm just about to express to you guys today, um, I just want to take some time off the top and say thank you. Really and truly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Anyone who listens to this podcast and spends their time absorbing this information, you have a hunger and you have this drive and desire for more. And and it it it, it honors me that you guys come here for that information. And I just I want you to know that I don't take that lightly, and that especially after these past four days, you're about to see some stuff that you've never seen. You're about to hear some stuff that you've never heard before coming out of my mouth that I'm 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 so excited and jazzed to talk about because I and I don't say this lightly these past 4 days have have changed my life and I know that sounds so dramatic and to be honest it might be but I I believe in my heart with full certainty that after these past few days I'm going to be a different type of coach I'm going to be a different type of uh, partner. I'm going to be a different type of teacher for you all. I'm going to be a different type of speaker, mainly because of the reason I am raising my freaking standards. And I'm going to get all into that in just a few minutes. And you might be like, oh my gosh, that doesn't sound health. No, let me, I, I'll tell you all about it in a minute. But we get what we want to have in life. Every time we get what we want to have, you might be like, but all the problems that have come into my life, blah, 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 blah. But you dealt with those the way you want to have dealt with them. So you ended up getting, as a result of those problems, what you wanted to have. Correct me if I'm wrong. Let me know if that makes sense. But we get out of life what we want to have. And if we have a low want, if we have a low craving, a low hunger, what do you think our lives are going to be? Low, medium, or high? Kind of lowish medium, right? You're not going to get a whole lot out of life because you don't have that hunger. You're waiting for an external circumstance to bring that hunger to you. Let me tell you here and now, friends, that doesn't happen. Yes, this seminar may have been an external circumstance, but do you think I could have so easily have sat in this seminar on my couch? It was virtual. Do you think I could have so easily for 13 plus hours a day, because that's how long it was, all four days, it was 13 plus hours 
I could have so easily have sat there, not absorbed anything, have cursed to the wind because I said, mm, I've heard this before and does it work? I don't know. And questioned and, and challenged. Or I could have absorbed and said, oh, I want to teach that. Oh, I want to tell my audience that. Oh, I want to impact that in my own life. Oh, I want to bring that into my own relationship. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And then guess what? I'm going to raise my standards. I'm going to raise my haves. My have level is now a new standard. So I, let me know if that makes sense. But, and I'll tell you guys in a, in a few minutes what that means to me because you might be saying like, oh, raising your standards, sure, but how? Let me tell you this, friends. The hows come second. Whys will always come first. Why did I decide to raise my standards? Because, and maybe you guys have known this, maybe not, these past few months no shit, COVID, but these past few months have released a little bit of a plateau in my, in my own personal development, in my own growth and learning journey, where I feel like I've absorbed so much from the medium level of personal development. I'm going to call it the millennium level of personal development because you know all those millennials, um, and I, trust me, I'm one of them, have read all those books. Like I'm going to say, girl, wash your face. Uh, uh, Jen Sinceros, you're a badass. And they all say around the same thing in a different way. And each one's going to be compelling. It depends on the person. But they're all saying around the same thing. And that is like the solid, rock solid level of personal development. And to be honest, I feel like I've mastered that. So I kept on asking myself, what's next? I feel like I've mastered this. Who can I learn from next? And don't get me wrong. The universe has brought people into my life who have said it in a different way and it's connected in a different way. And I, I kept on asking myself, okay, that's great, but like, I want to understand how the brain works. So a version of raising my standards is going to be reading some books on neuroscience. I can't believe I'm freaking saying this out loud. You're going to find out in a few minutes that on day three of this past seminar, I went through a process where you lived your limiting beliefs in the most horrific, dramatic painful way. You might be saying, why the hell did you put yourself through that? Because I got leverage. I got leverage because I was saying to myself over and over again, I don't have a great reading level. And to be honest, it's true. Right now, sure. I listen. I listen as intensely, as in, as immensely. And that's why I love audiobooks. That's why I love podcasts. But when it comes to sit down and reading, my mind trails everywhere. And then I realize I don't know what the hell I just read for the past three minutes. So I give up. So I go to find an audiobook and I'm like, oh, well, I can listen to it. But there's a difference between listening and reading. I think you guys can feel that. And I think that both are great. Don't get me wrong. But a lot of, <laughs> shock of shocks, a lot of neuroscience books aren't exactly exciting audiobooks. And so to be able to sit down and read and write and underline and highlight is so impactful to me. But my haves, I must have that, has never been a must. It's been a should. I should do that. I should do that. But I sit down and I read and it's hard and I'm done. So I go to an audiobook. So now it's a must for me. I've raised my standards. I've raised my standards to say, okay, I know the next version of me means stepping it up. I know the next version of me knows how the brain works from inside and out. You guys have heard me talk about the basal ganglia and the prefrontal cortex. I want to know all the ins and outs of that. Now, that's my want. Your want might be something 
completely different. You might be thinking, Nicole, that sounds like my literal worst nightmare. That sounds so boring. I don't understand how you're so passionate about that. And that's fine. I don't want everyone to have the same passions. That's not what this podcast is about. I hope you're here and realizing that. But maybe your next version of raising your standards looks like getting up every morning and actually doing that morning routine, getting yourself in such a state of certainty that your mindset is so powerful that you can bring that into the rest of your day. Maybe it looks like practicing every single day. We get rewarded in public for what we practice in private, guys. And so much of us are so used to the, I want it now, I want it now. I just want something to um, come naturally. I'm going to call it Harry Potter syndrome because we've read Harry Potter. We've read a million other heroes' journeys books that this kid or this human or whatever gets a silver platter. Here's an opportunity. And they get on a broomstick and they're spectacular. I'm going to use Quidditch as a great example. If you've read Harry Potter, you know that Harry, when he got on a broomstick, it came so naturally to him. He felt so alive. He never had that beginner syndrome. I'm going to tell you this right now, friends. Some of the things that you want most in life, you're going to have to go through the beginner syndrome. I'm going to, perfect example is me with reading. I feel like so silly saying that as a late 20s, saying that I have to go through the beginner syndrome of reading, but it's because I'm so out of practice. I'm used to listening. I'm used to my mind being engaged that way, not through visual. So this is really good. And I, I, at first I was so embarrassed. (laughs) I was so embarrassed to share this on the podcast because like, I, I I don't know. I don't know why. No, I do know why I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed because that little limiting belief that said, if you say that, then dot, 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 you can fill in the blanks there. But I want you to be honest with yourself. What are you not allowing yourself to fully embrace because of your if-then rule? If I practice in private and realize that that one song, one monologue, one whatever is really hard for me, Then, dot, 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 what does that mean for you? But when you push past that beginner syndrome, what's going to be on the other side? Greatness, spectacularness, outstandingness, all these amazing things that you want. I know you want. You wouldn't be here if you didn't. You want those things. And yet we're letting those, oh, my standards are really low, so I know I don't have to practice every single day. So whenever I go on stage or whenever I go in front of the camera or whenever I go in front of the easel or whatever it looks like for you, whenever I do those things, then I'm not as good. I get really hard on myself. I look at the person next to me and say, wow, they're so amazing. What are they doing that I'm not? I'm not enough because I'm not doing that. And instead of doing what they're doing, you're just going to shit all over yourself. Correct me if I'm wrong. Who's been there? I've been there. Hell yeah. But, and I've gone on such a huge rant. I haven't even told you what this freaking seminar was. That was, if I had to take my huge, biggest takeaway, and don't get me wrong, we did many other limiting beliefs. The I can't read well was one of my huge limiting beliefs. We did about two others. Um, If you don't mind, I'm going to keep those private because those are things that I am so proud of breaking through. It's not that I'm I'm embarrassed by them. It's because I don't even want to give them grace. The other one, I'm like, oh my God, I can see how stupid that was. I can see how silly that was. Those other two, 
I, I know that in my heart that they're so not true. In fact, the exact opposite is true. That's always how limiting beliefs work. But when I fully stepped into those new beliefs, the opposite of my old limiting beliefs, I, I can't even tell you what that feels like. And I want that for you guys too. So before we even dive in, let me tell you what the hell I just did for the past four days. So um, for those of you who don't know my uh, connection with Tony Robbins, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say connection. It's loose. It's a loose word. But um, my, my parents have worked for him for many, 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 many years. My dad still does. And I grew up going to these seminars in Hawaii every single year because my parents worked with them. And I... <laughs> I'm laughing because I was there as a kid. I was two. I was two until probably like eight, maybe nine, whatever. And I was running around and like having the time of my life. But do you think at age two to nine, I was absorbing any of this language, any of this understanding? Hell no. This was also above my head. But I was just having a blast in Hawaii because my parents were working and I was able to play in a pool. But my parents continued to work with him. My dad actually ended up then becoming, after the seminar stopped in Hawaii after 9-11, um, then my dad ended up becoming a coach for Tony Robbins. Not like Tony Robbins' personal coach. That would be pretty dope. But he ended up becoming one of the master life coaches. But I'm saying all this because I have a big, 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 big history with Tony Robbins. However, I want to make this really clear because I've told this to some people and they're like, well, you're just a unicorn. No wonder you understand this stuff so much. No wonder you can change your state so quickly. I can't do that because I didn't have that. You're so special. I'm not. Goodbye. (laughs) First and foremost, do you think that's going to promote your growth? Do you think that's going to ease you into a new level of life? Hell no. If you're thinking about life that way, I'm sorry. I want you to change. I'm going to say that flat out. Normally, I don't say that so directly. But if you are living life constantly comparing yourselves to people who are around you, I'm going to tell you right now, life is going to be really hard to find fulfillment in. So with all that being said, I want to say that I didn't start listening. And I want to I want to make sure this is really clear. I could listen to the Tony Robbins, the tapes that my parents listened to, the stuff that they said, the seminars that I went to as a kid. I could have listened, and none of it freaking made sense. But I was hungry. I was hungry enough for this information. I saw the differences that it made in people's lives. And so when I was around 18, I went and participated in my first official seminar. It was called Unleash the Power Within. It happens to be the exact same one I just did and have done twice before now. Um, And being a part of it was the first time I looked up and I understood. Now, here's the thing. Here's one of the big things I actually learned this past weekend. Cognitive understanding is different than knowing something. You can know how to save money. You can know how to invest money. You can know how to practice every single day. But until you're doing it, you don't actually know it. I'm going to say that again. Until you are living, breathing, doing the things that you have learned, you don't know it. And let me tell you, when I learned this stuff for the first time, I really opened my eyes at 18, I started implementing some of it. Some of it. 
And let me tell you, that some of it came really in handy when I was in college and they sat me down and said, you're not able to graduate in the major that you've worked so hard for. It's because of that hunger, that understanding, that living, some of it, again, that I was able to not only look at them and say, I will find a way, but to look at my life and to look at my habits and to see what I was doing wrong and to see what I can improve on. And then two years later, they sat me down and they said, how the hell did you do that? Congratulations. Here's your diploma. Not exactly in that order, but they, I was able to do it because of that stuff, because I was able to change my state, my emotions. Emotions are the driving force of our life, guys. They are. And I was able to take my emotions and I'm not going to say control them, but change them. When my external circumstances were, quote unquote, making me feel in a shitty state, let me tell you, you're able to change that from the inside out every time. If you haven't listened to the episode on the triad, please, please, please go listen to it. That is my bread and butter. That is the thing that I can honestly say has changed my life most impactfully of learning anything in uh, personal development, either that or changing my peer group. Those are the two pillars that have launched me forward in personal growth. So this past weekend, we were able to do a full immersed virtual Unleash the Power Within, which I'm, I'm going to be super honest, I never thought Tony Robbins would do. This is something totally out of his norm, but he adapted and he was able to provide. And it was so incredible. So if you don't mind, I'm going to go day by day and do my quick little one thing, two things that I learned that I thought were most important out of each day. And I think you can probably expect this in the next few episodes. I have some really awesome interviews coming up this uh, in the podcast, which you guys, I'm so freaking excited about. But a lot of the stuff that I'm going to be talking about were a lot of the things I learned at the seminar. Shock of shocks. I spent over 50 hours, five zero hours in four days. I took over 60 pages of notes. All of them are color-coded. And I fully immersed myself into this world for 50 hours. And this has really got me thinking about stuff that I want to teach you guys, about stuff that I want to make sure you guys know because I hear you. I hear your comments. I hear the things that you say to me. And I, 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 the, the biggest thing I keep hearing is I don't feel like I'm enough. God, it gets me. I don't feel like I'm enough. Or I feel like I'm sabotaging myself. Or I feel like I, the, the artistry world has just done a 180 and I feel hopeless. Oh my God, I just, it gets me, guys. And I, I had those three thoughts in mind the entire time going through the seminar. What can I take away to impress back upon you that will look at those beliefs or look at those um, self-sabotaging thoughts or whatever it is that you guys are letting hold in your way? I'm going to call you out, letting yourself hold yourself, your own self in your way. What's going on in there? And how can we change it? But I noticed I started with what's going on in there. I'd like to know why. That would involve me one-on-one coaching with you, which, by the way, is an awesome opportunity to knock all those limiting beliefs in the freaking butt. But to notice what is going on, the why, obviously, and how can we change it? But I want you to notice the order because I did not say that out of order. I said that in a very particular order. What, why, why? how? What is it that's holding you back? What is it that you want? 
Why do you freaking want it? Why is it that it's holding you back? Getting clear, getting aware, and then getting into the how. That's how we grow. That's how we sustain, and that's how we grow fulfillment. So with all of that being said, let's dive into each day, quick things that I learned from each day. This is going to be a little bit of a longer episode, so please bear with me. This is stuff that I can, I hope you feel that I'm, I'm dripping and passionate about, and I can't wait to express to you all throughout the next coming episodes because this is not going to be a one-and-done episode um, with 60 pages of notes. I think I starred at least um, 50 or 60 notes that I wanted to make sure I had episode topics on. So this is going to be a general overview. Expect some more nitty-gritty details in the coming few weeks. So First one, day one, I think I talked about this earlier, which was cognitive understanding. I knew that I knew some of this. I knew this. I know how the seven levels of mastery work. I know what the six human needs are. I know how to get someone out of a shitty state instantly. But what of those were I living? Getting myself out of a crappy state? I live that. I breathe that. I teach my clients that. I drill that with my clients over and over and over. So that's one that I felt like not only was I cognitively aware and understanding it, but I was living it. But what about the other two? The seven levels of mastery, which we'll talk about probably in a later episode. I think that that is deserving of its own episode. I was living it, sort of. I was living the first three steps, but there were four more. So now that I'm aware of it, now that I know what it is, I know why I want it, because I want to love and connect with you guys so deeply and I want to grow as a human being, as a partner, as a person, as a coach, as a teacher, I know why I want it. So then let's get into the how. What are the next three, four steps for me? So, and for all of us, we're going to get into that on again on a later episode, but just to plant the seed. I want you to think about what are some things in your own life that you understand What do you understand? Maybe it's something we've talked about on the podcast. Maybe it is the triad. Maybe it's the rapid planning method, goal planning method that you're like, oh, I know that. But have you sat down and done it? Maybe it was the habit cycle. Maybe you have a really bad habit of going on your phone and immediately going to Instagram and wasting, I'm going to say wasting, hours. If you looked at how much time we spend on social media, oh my, it disgusts me because don't get me wrong. I think social has a place. We can connect. We can love on each other. We can support each other. And how much time of that do you spend just mindlessly scrolling when you could spend that time doing literally anything else? So looking at the habit cycle, you might have heard the episode. You might have been like, oh, that's a great idea. Oh, that's really great. I'll do that eventually. How many of you said that? Really be honest with yourself. Have you done it yet? No. Maybe you have. If you have, freaking congratulations. Do you feel like you understand it because you know it, because you've done it? Are you living it? If not, if you're not living it, even if you did the habit cycle, if you're not living it, if you're still scrolling through social media, then you don't know it. So cognitive understanding isn't enough. You have to live it to understand it. And let me be frank. There are some things that you probably aren't living that you know that you're like... To be honest, I don't know if I want it that bad. What a blessing. You know what you don't want, so don't do it. That's great. 
What do you want? That's great. What do you want then? What do you want to understand? What do you want to live your day-to-day? Implement that. Do that. Then you'll see a huge difference. The last part of day one that I'm going to touch on is the wood breaking. And I know I, I talked about this on my Instagram stories, but I didn't go into full detail because I wanted to share it on the podcast. Um, so like I said earlier, or I think I said this earlier, maybe not. Um, normally Unleash the Power Within, the live seminar, we do a fire walk, which I've now done, I believe actually only once, but I would love to do it again. And you might be saying, fire walk, like you walk on fire? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. They burn a, <laughs> a buttload of coals, coals like you either get coals or presents on Christmas kind of coals. And they're like riping hot. You can see the color. I mean, they're just like, they're still glowing. They take the coals out of the flames. They put them on about a 15, 10 foot walkway and you walk across it. Not run across it. That's bad. You walk across it. And (laughs) um, my boyfriend Brett was able to do this and he was laughing. He was like, I was expecting my feet to be bloody stumps afterward. (laughs) But... It shows how powerful the mind is. Now, you might be thinking, okay, this is sounding really cult-like now. And to be honest, I would not be li- I would be lying to you if I said that when I was walking across the coals, everyone around me cheering yes, making their move, making a powerful move, chanting yes over and over and over again. It feels like that. However, you are such in a certain state that you know that on the other side, You are going to be so powerful, so excited, so happy that you walk across those coals. I looked at my feet afterward, nothing, not a hot spot, not a blister, no bloody stumps, nothing. How cool is that? Now, I'm not saying go make a fire walk in your backyard. In fact, please, for the love of God, don't do that. But what was really cool was that since we were all doing this virtually at home because of COVID, we were able to break wood. Now. Like, like karate chop break wood. Um, now, luckily, since my parents had done the wood breaking exercise about a billion times, we were actually able to go out and get our own wood. Um, and since we, so we had more, so each of us had one and like all that kind of stuff. And I, I noticed my dad comes home with the wood and I look at him and I go, that's a lot thicker than what I'm seeing on the screen. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, on the screen, they were saying that if you went to go buy your own wood, you should get 0.5 inches, 0.5 inch wood. And he was like, oh, I got one. And I was like, like 0.1? And he was like, no, like one inch. And I was like, you got double the thickness of wood? I'm about to break through wood? I am a five foot three tiny human being. Are you serious? And guess what happened? I dropped my state like that. Instantly, I was like, I can't do this. Oh my God. How am I going to break through an inch of wood? If you, I just want you guys for a second. Imagine thick wood, thick wood, an inch thick. And I was just like, oh God, here we go. <laughs> I looked over at my mom <laughs> and she was had the same face I did. She was like, Bill, the, that's what like the leadership training does like when like leaders for Tony that's that's the thickness that they do and he goes I know and I was like oh crap I'm gonna break my arm it's gonna dislocate I'm gonna be dead like you know of course that's not true but we went through the motions we practiced we got ourselves into state 
We got ourselves in a state of complete certainty. Eventually, my mind flipped the switch and immediately I was like, oh wait, no, like if I make this motion, if I put this breath into it, if I put this power and it was getting to be time and I felt it, the music was going and I was making the motions, I was practicing, I was practicing, I was practicing and I put myself in such a state of certainty that when I went to go stand in front of my wood, I went down and I (sighs) bounced off did not break through. I was like, oh crap, this is it. I'm done. I didn't do it. Oh dear. But I put myself right back there and I was like, no, come on. You can do this. You're so certain. You are so powerful. I said over and over to myself, I am Nicole Baker. I am Nicole Baker. Because I've linked my full name to a state of excitement, certainty, and, and, and power, powerful, really outstanding powerfulness. And I was like, I got this. Whew broke through the wood. And I celebrated (laughs) like I have never celebrated before, let me tell you. And it was so cool. It was so exciting. And I looked at my dad and I was like, I want to do another. (laughs) Luckily, he bought an extra and right and (laughs) flipped it over. I put it right back. I was said, I got this. I got this. I am Nicole Baker. I am Nicole Baker. Boom. Broke straight through it. Our mindset is the difference between bouncing off the wood the first time and fully going through it. So I want you to ask yourself, what are some things that you are mentally preparing yourself to bounce off of? Is it an audition? Is it a speech you're going to give? Is it a person you're wanting to connect with? Is it a job you're wanting to go after? What are you mentally preparing to bounce off of? Meaning you're preparing for a way of self-sabotage. You're preparing for a way of, oh, I don't want to get my hopes up because then it won't happen. Bullshit. If you enter with such a state of certainty, maybe it won't be that job, but it'll be a next one or the next one or the next one because you have such certainty that 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 is for you. So you have to break through the wood, not bounce off of it. The mind is so powerful, guys. I could have so easily walked across those coals and had bloody stumps for feet afterward. Because in my mind, if I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. This is terrifying. My feet are so hot. I'm only focusing on the hot feet. Oh my God, on fire. I look down. Oh God, I'm certain my feet are going to (laughs) die. Guess what's going to happen? Yeah, not great, right? I'm very lucky that when I was at the seminar, when I was fully participating in doing the fire walk, I was looking around in every single person had that certainty that they were going to make it across a better person. And I didn't hear about any bloody stumps. I'm hoping that there were none, but that was uh, everyone I came across the next day at the seminar was so high on life because they did something that they put their mind to and they completed it. Notice that last word, they completed it. So day two, the biggest takeaway that I had from day two was three steps to lasting change. Now, again, this is something I cognitively understood, but I wasn't living it. And this is all about the word should. I want you to think about how often do you use the word should in your life? I should practice. I should make a healthy dinner. I should go grocery shopping for healthy food. I should um, not go out to eat tonight to save money. I should start looking at investing accounts or I should start looking at putting money away for savings. I should, I should, I should, I should, I should. You're shooting all over yourself. So stop. 
Turn your shoulds into musts. I must start saving money. Do you feel that energetic difference? It's huge. I must start applying for jobs that I love. I must start practicing every day so I can go into any kind of audition or or meeting or whatever that is with such a state of certainty because I've done it 15 million times. I must, I must, I must. So the lasting change is is three steps, but I'm going to tell you that's the general gist because I want to do a full episode of the uh, three steps to lasting change. But turn your shoulds into musts, guys. I'm going to, like, I think I said this earlier. I was earlier saying I should be reading about neuroscience. I should be doing this. I should, I should, I should. Now it's a must because now I see myself at the next level. Now I see myself understanding and comprehending and being able to teach all this stuff in a digestible way. That is my must now. How powerful is that? So look at how you can make your should a must and make a freaking decision. Because you can say, I must, I must start saving money. (laughs) What's the energy behind that? It doesn't work if you don't put energy, if you don't put a decision fully in there. So make a decision, guys. If you haven't listened to the episode on decision making, please do. Please do. That was really honestly the biggest takeaway from day two. I could honestly probably do 15 episodes on day two because it was a lot of step-by-step processes, but I'm going to save those for a later podcast date. So I I hope, please forgive me on that, but I want to keep moving forward to day three because this was the big kahuna. And day three was 15 hours. God, 15 hours. And I I can't even begin to describe day three. I mentioned this earlier about raising your standards. Day three started about raising your standards. However, there's there's different levels of standards. And I'm I'm again, I'm going to do a full podcast episode, but let me really quickly, there's poor standards, there's good standards, there's excellent standards, which is I'm assuming because you're listening to this podcast, which is where a lot of us live. We live excellently. We live so well. We live with such high achievement, but why are we getting good results? The reason we're getting good results when we're living excellently is because the next level is two millimeters higher. Just two. And that's the level of outstanding. I think I've shared with you guys before, every single morning I write down the word, I am an outstanding partner to Brett, my boyfriend. I am an outstanding coach, teacher, family member. All that stuff. Outstanding is just two millimeters higher. And let me tell you, when you live outstandingly, raising your standards to outstanding, you're going to get not excellent, not good, not poor results, but outstanding results. And a lot of us aren't living in outstanding. We're living in mediocre excellence. So raising your standards to outstanding. Then last but not least, oh boy, bear with me. This is a hard one. We went through a process called Dickens. Now, if you're a client of mine and you're listening to this, I've taken you through a very similar process. If you are not a client of mine, buckle up because you're about to really hear what I'm like as a coach. I take clients through this process where we write down your most limiting beliefs, normally about one, 
because there's one that really drives us. There's one that's most powerful. For this past weekend, we did three. I shared with you guys one earlier, I can't read well, which is total BS. And it's so excited to reflip it. And I'll tell you what I changed it to in a minute. But we have these limiting beliefs that are so, so painful. However, we still let them really direct our lives. We still let them impact us on a daily basis. Why? That's what Dickens is about. It's about getting enough leverage, which in this case is pure agony. God, oh God, it's horrible. It's pure agony so that you can decide and commit that that limiting belief is not worth an ounce in your nervous system anymore. So you might be wondering, why the hell pain? Why are we linking so much agony? Why are you walking yourself through this? This is a personal development podcast. Aren't we supposed to be happy all the time? No, because we as human beings, we've talked about this before on the podcast, we will do so much to obtain pleasure, but let me tell you, we will do even more, a hell of a lot more to avoid pain. There are two driving forces in life, the need to gain pleasure and the need to avoid pain. Like I said, we will do so much more to avoid pain than we will ever do to gain pleasure. So that's the reason we walk ourselves through this complete agony for like 30 minutes. You're screaming. I'll tell you, my mom and I, we were downstairs in our basement. We were each on opposite ends of the basement. We were blasting the TV so we didn't hear each other completely in agony. God, this is horrible. I know this sounds so weird out of context. But you're crying, you're, you're gutturally screaming because you're living your worst nightmare. And, and if, if you don't mind, I'm going to keep mine very private because I don't even want to speak it into existence because it's so not going to happen anymore. But because of what we did in that thing, and, and I, I, I want to pause real quick. Please don't do this without the guidance of a coach. Please do not do this. I, I, I really think that there's, yes, there's knowing what you don't want and there's really getting connected to what that's going to look like if you keep living it. But completely living in agony can do some really bad stuff to your nervous system if you don't have the right guidance. If you do, hit me up. I'd love to coach you one-on-one. But if that's if that's something you're looking to do, please don't do it on your own. So you live it fully. And then at the very end, you make a full-blown easy decision to say never again, never again. I will not let that live my life. I will not let that drive my life anymore. And you put in your nervous system in a really special way and it involves literally sticking your fingers up your nose. Again, that's a whole different thing. If you want to know what that's like, coach with me one-on-one. But you you scramble it up in your brain pretty much and you use neuro-linguistic programming and it's really, really cool. And then you make a new decision because you can't even remember the old one because you've you scrambled it up so much. Basically, you have your old belief. You completely make it a agony, pain, must avoid in your brain. Because again, our brain will do a lot to avoid pain. You make it a must avoid in your brain. Then you scramble it up to make it not even make sense using NLP. And then you put in a new belief. And I mean, we were doing this for 30, 45 minutes. Because I actually lost my voice the day before. I'm glad it's a little bit back now. But you're screaming the new truth. So for example, I'm going to say, like, like I said earlier, I'm going to tell you guys what I 
made a declaration of my new truth from my old limiting belief of I can't read well. God, it's so funny now because it's so not true. But my new belief, my new empowering belief is I am so smart. Any skill I must master, I will find a way. I'm going to say it again because the wording is really specific here. I am so smart. Notice I started off with an I am statement. That means it becomes a part of my identity. Remember how in the running episode with my sister, she said, I am a runner and that's when everything got easy? When I put I am so smart, that means it's a part of my identity and that means it's an easier decision to make. Any skill I must master, notice the word must there because it adds that drive, it adds that direction. Any skill I must master, notice the word master also, I will find a way. If this episode is resonating with you, you might be a great fit for my one-on-one coaching program. I help people like you get rid of your limiting beliefs, get out of your comfort zone, and start achieving your dreams. If you'd like more information about my program, you can email me at hello at lifecoachbaker.com to book your free discovery call. Link to my email is in the description. Now, back to the episode. I've talked before on the podcast about how important language is. How important and how empowering does I will find a way sound? To me, it sounds incredibly empowering. To you, it might be another, another phrase, another thing. Again, this is my experience. I want you guys to start thinking about this kind of stuff because your old beliefs are normally the exact opposite of what's true. I can't read well is bullshit. I am so smart. Any skill I must master, I will find a way. That's the truth I live into. And I, I encourage you to find your own truth in that form too. It doesn't have to be exact. I don't actually, I I encourage you to look inside yourself. If what I said was compelling, absolutely, please steal it. I want you to. But that was the biggest, the biggest takeaway from this entire experience was the, the destruction of these old beliefs and the fully stepping into and stepping up to my new quality of life and my new belief system. So that was day three. Um, Lots of tears, lots of crying. That was great though. Um, Again, we will do so much to avoid pain. How many of you actually, let me ask this before I move on to day four. How many of you have ever gone through a horrible experience, absolutely horrible experience, but you said never again and you fully stepped up and you fully stepped into a new thing. We call it a rock bottom syndrome. How when we hit rock bottom and we make a decision that this is not how we live, How much better did your quality of life get after you made that decision? Same thing on a much more detailed neuro-linguistic process, but it's the same sort of situation. We create enough pain, you make a decision, you create a new decision. That's it. Cool? So last but not least, day four. Day four was health day, and I'm going to be honest with you guys. I was not really looking forward to day four because my stupid ego was like, I've got this. I know health. I run. I eat good, whatever. I was there, and I was like, crap, I don't know anything. (laughs) Oh, God. It was good. It was good to say that most of that stuff I did, and honestly, I encourage you that if you don't have your health, you won't have anything. 
I hope that you've gotten that from this podcast with how much I preach health unto you guys. And you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be 100%. To be honest, I encourage you not to do that at the very beginning because your brain will get overwhelmed and you'll be like, I don't know what to do. But one thing, cutting out alcohol was a huge, huge health decision for me. And let me tell you, I have never been the same. When I cut out alcohol for good, when I cut out excessive drinking, when I cut out being hungover and feeling like crap, oh my God, my life changed. Now for you, it might look different. Maybe it's cutting out fast food. Maybe it's cutting out um, not working out. Maybe it's fully stepping into working out. You, you're catching my drift, but I, I hope you guys do takeaway that health is so important. It's so freaking important. Um, especially, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk straight to the performers and the creatives for a second. Your health is linked to your job. I hate to make that connection. And to be honest, I'd prefer you to just know that your health is more, more empowering and more, more important than your career is. Please know that. I think your health, you have to be a person before you're uh, any form of career person ever. You have to be a human being first. So just know that your health is so important. And if you have not gotten enough leverage, if you have not actually made the full decision to fully step into health, again, one change, two change, that is fully stepping into health. Don't get me wrong. You don't have to be drinking celery juice every single day to fully step into health or else you're not doing it right and you're a failure. No. Changing one thing, working out four or five times a week, three, four times a week, that is fully stepping into health. Cutting out food that makes you feel like crap, that is fully stepping into health. Guys, stop being so damn hard on yourselves. Stop striving for perfection. If you strive for perfection, your life is going to be full of disappointment. I'm sorry, but I'm going to say it flat. Strive for the little celebrations. Cutting out a food that makes you feel like crap. Holy God, celebrate that to the ends of the earth. (laughs) That is so powerful because guess what? Most people don't do that. A lot of people don't do that. So that's my thing on health. My very last thing that I want to talk about in regards to the seminar, and then I'm going to shut up because it's been going on for a while. And again, we're going to be touching on a lot of this stuff in a lot more depth coming up soon. But the last thing is that we need to decide. I know I'm saying decide a lot. and Take what you want. Take what you want to decide. Leave the rest. But if you decide to do anything, I hope it's this. Suffering in any kind of suffering state, which I think we can all agree the world is polluted with right now, is a choice. We can search for the people who are pissing us off. I know on both sides, there's a lot of division in the world right now. People who wear masks, people who don't, people who are Republican, people who are Democrat. There's so much division. And if you look at them and you say, you're not living life my way, therefore I hate you, Oh my God, guys, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you have to agree with everyone. There are definitely, definitely people I don't agree with that I can easily let myself be angry about and rip myself apart about. But guess what? That only affects me. And that only affects my mental health, not theirs. 
So stop choosing to live in a suffering state because of other people. Other people are going to do other people. They're going to do what they do. They're going to be who they be. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now that needs to be talked about, that needs to be brought to the forefront. Please, for the love of God, wear a mask because it's not for you, it's for others. But I do believe that division in anger and frustration and hatred, God, what a heavy word, hatred, does not do the world any good. What does is connection. Connect and talk. And I know some of you, especially around uh, systemic racism, God, I, I applaud you. And I've been doing my part as well, but I want to take a moment to applaud you who have been having hard conversations with people who need to be talked about about this. Oh my God, I, I, I admire you. I'm inspired by you. You keep me going in this subject. Thank you. Thank you for doing what you do. That is not coming from a place of hatred. That's coming from a place of love and connection and wanting, desperately wanting for people to understand and connect to love. That's the difference. I want to also touch on the other side of this right now. Currently, I'm actually editing the podcast, but I felt like I needed to plug something in real quick that... People who are choosing to live in a hatred state, notice the word hatred, it's so heavy, in a hatred state, people who are racist, people who are angry, people who feel the need for violence and that that's the answer, they are living in a suffering state. That does not mean you get to or you need to or to, in order for them to hear you, you need to lower your standards, lower your own state and meet them at their level. That is you meeting them at their suffering state. Remember what Michelle Obama says, when they go low, we go high. I just wanted to plug that in real quick. So you can disagree with me on this and that's fine. I hope there's some other stuff in the, the earlier in the podcast that you got that you were like, oh yeah, totally. I totally agree with that. And I just believe that living in a beautiful state, passionate, loving, connection, joy, working hard to find the next step. Again, it doesn't have to be like putting on the rose-colored goggles and thinking positively all the time. That's not what being in a beautiful state means. There are a lot of people in the world who are making a huge difference in the world around COVID, around systemic racism, who are thinking in a beautiful state. There are a lot of people who are doing that because they're coming from a place of, I believe, I have faith. I have faith that the world will be better. That's a beautiful state. So all in all, I hope you guys found some good nuggets out of this. Before we leave today, I do want to do some segments, of course. First up, let's do a quick review of the episode. Remember that if you have Apple Podcasts, you can go onto the Life Coach Baker podcast page, go down to the bottom, rate the podcast five stars, and write a little love note in the comments, and you will get a shout out on the podcast. However, a lot of you have actually reached out to me and you said, hey, 
I don't have Apple Podcasts, but I want to review the show. I want to um, review the episode. No worries. I also have you guys in mind in YouTube, also in the link in the show notes. I'm going to put a link to this on YouTube. You can put a little love or you can put a little comment in there and you will also get a shout out on the podcast. I'll tell you right now, we have some stuff in the works to get the podcast on more platforms, but just for right now, if you're wanting a shout out, if you want to share your love, absolutely try those two areas. But for today's review, it comes from Kittle Gal, which is an awesome freaking name, by the way. Kittle Gal says, wonderful and positive. It is so nice to listen to such an uplifting and positive podcast. Things in the world can be so negative lately, and I'm loving listening to something that makes me feel hope. Thank you, Kittle Gal. That makes me so happy. There's so much going on in the world, and I just, I love that I'm able to share and shed some light and be. an inspiration or be a a set of faith or guidance. So thank you so much. I so appreciate it. Last but not least, guys, of course, as always, let's do some segments of how did I get in my own way this week and what is a small goal worth celebrating? So how I got in my own way this week, I'm going to talk about the board. I got in my own way with the board because I looked at an inch thick board, which now in my mind is tiny. I looked at an inch thick board and I said, oh my God, I can't do that. Instantly. Instantly I said that because it was double the thickness of everyone else. Take a moment to look at that. I immediately said, I can't do that because it was double the thickness of everyone else. What are some things that you are wanting to achieve in your life that are double the thickness of everyone else? The state of everyone else's quality of living. You're wanting a higher standard. You're wanting a double thickness inch standard. And you're saying, I can't do it. You can do it. It's just your mindset. So that's how I got in my own way this week. Luckily, I was able to break through and celebrate like freaking crazy. I'm going to show the um, video on my Instagram. So go ahead and check that out. It'll probably come out the same day as this episode. So that's how I got my own way. I don't think this is any surprise, but the small goal worth celebrating is kicking those freaking limiting beliefs out of my body and fully stepping up. The word that keeps coming to my brain is step up, step up, step up. Not in a way of anger with myself or frustration or you're not working hard enough. It's not coming from there. It's coming from you're ready. You're ready to step up. You're ready to set your standards higher than they were before. You're ready. You're ready. You're ready. Let me tell you, I am. And you are too. So I'm celebrating that, that I am excited for what's cut to come. You guys, the podcast, there are so many things in the work for this podcast. We have like eight interviews in the work right now for people to come onto the podcast and talk to you about things that I, I, I truly could get chills thinking about right now. I'm so excited to talk to these people and I'm so excited for you to hear their story, hear how they got in their own way and how they fully burst through it. I'm just, I'm so inspired by these people and they're all coming on to talk about different things. And the stuff that I'm about to teach you in the coming episodes from not only the seminar, but the stuff that I've been learning and fully immersing myself in for two years and I'm about to do more. I'm always going to do more. We're never stop, we never stop growing. But I just want you guys to know that there's so much coming this way. And I want you to know that at the core of it, every single time at the core of it, I'm thinking about you guys. 
and how much you mean to me and how much I want to see you love and grow. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. How much I just want to see you love and grow and get connected with your own personal growth journey. And because I know what's on the other side. I know what's on the other side. And it's so powerful. And seeing you guys reading your messages about listening to an episode of the podcast and you learned more than you did in three years of therapy or listening to the podcast and and doing the um and doing the RPM and then achieving a goal that you once thought was absolutely impossible or how it just changed your day-to-day mindset. I read every single one of those and I just want you guys to know from the bottom of my heart it it it, it oh my god, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for you all and just how much joy and and love you're bringing into this world. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for being with me. Thank you so much for listening. And I know this is a longer episode of just me talking, but I so appreciate you guys for being here. And just know that I love you from the bottom of my heart. I love you. And you inspire me every single day. I love you guys. Have an amazing week. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Now, please take a moment to either rate the podcast five stars, write a little love note in the comments, or share it on social and tag me at Life Coach Baker. I mean, heck, you're an achiever. Why not do all three? It helps so much to get the word out there. Now go, take the leap, and achieve your dreams. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.